American songwriter, my brother-in-law Sean Olbs of the Eiffels was able to talk to Bongo By The Way over Zoom video. Bongo was able to talk to Sean about uh, how he's originally from Nigeria, but raised in Florida and Rhode Island and how he got into music. He's a Grammy winning platinum record producer who not only is insanely talented with production, he also plays bass, piano, and a multitude of other percussion instruments. He grew up in the church. He talks a lot about that. He talks about creating his own beats around 11 years old. And he also tells us about getting his first major placement when he was only 18 years old. Bongo talks to Sean about winning a Grammy for his songwriting and arrangements on Kanye West's Jesus is King album, working with Ty Dolla Sign, and he also talks about the songs he's recently produced, like Girls Like Me and My Terms. You can watch the interview with Sean Olbs of the Eiffels and Bongo, by the way, on our Facebook page and YouTube channel at Bringing It Backwards. It'd be awesome if you subscribe to our channel and like us on Facebook and follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Bringing Back Pod. We'd appreciate your support if you follow and subscribe to our podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. We're bringing it backwards with Bongo By The Way. All right, everybody. We got Bongo By The Way here. He's a super producer, four-time Grammy-nominated producer, Grammy-winning. He's worked with everybody in hip-hop and, and even past hip-hop. Ty Dolla Sign, Kanye, Justin Timberlake, Snoop, Future, Kendrick, Beyonce, The Game, I could keep going until I ran out of breath. So, man, <laughs> you've got, you, you got had a crazy career, so I'm looking forward to hearing about it. Um, but uh, before we hear about what you've been up to lately, how'd you get into music to begin with? Um, man, uh, it's crazy that you even asked that, and I'm here right now. I actually came to uh, just for one day to Providence, Rhode Island. This is like where I, I grew up a lot, like between Providence, Rhode Island and Jacksonville, Florida. I grew up out here and that's just really where I started doing and making music. And uh, it's actually really crazy that you asked me that because I'm in my uh, childhood friend's house right now. Uh, his name is Lawrence. And uh, I started making music like me and him in the basement, just on a little Casio keyboard and a four track tape recorder. <laughs> so it was between working like <clears throat> me and my, uh, my, my friend Lawrence and, uh, my brother, he was like super instrumental to me. Like he had me playing in church and had me like, you know, just he always would introduce me and put me on the music and the stuff that really still resonates with me to this day. So I would definitely have to say starting out music out here, this is what really gave me. Uh, it just gave me a start being around the right people, being incubated in a way that I could focus on, like really just doing learning what I loved about music and being then learning how to implement it you know yeah totally I yeah I, I get that a lot and I think just me personally too just I feel like older brothers or older cousins or you know siblings like you know you look up to them and then so when they introduce you to something it carries a little bit more weight sometimes than you know maybe a parent or or just someone else off the street you know you, you when you get those people who you look up to giving you advice uh it carries a little bit more weight but that's cool For man sure. you're you're in the perfect you're 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 in you're yeah, in your roots right now yeah. as you're talking about your roots that's cool <laughs> right, <laughs> right. But you were originally from Nigeria, right? And, and then you moved yeah. to, to both Florida and Rhode Island. How old were you when you moved over? I was young. I was like super young, like toddler age. But okay. um, my, my, my parents, they, uh, they are also like influential to me musically. And so in, 
and so indirectly Nigeria is too because the rhythms and then on top of that the way that they sing my parents harmonized in the house a whole lot when they would sing and they were they like they're um um you know they're, they're devout Christians and so they would always be singing like hymns in the house but my father right. has this rich deep baritone voice and my mom has like this high voice and I would just hear the dynamics of how they would uh, sing with each other. So, uh, yeah, definitely, uh, not, like, through them and in my family and just the culture, you know, Nigeria definitely is just a huge impact on my life, sound, and everything, really. Yeah, so you got the older brother's influence, you got the parents and the church influence in the music, uh, and you're at your friend's house, who so you guys used to record stuff. Uh, did... Cause I know you play multiple instruments. <clears throat> How did it like, what was some of the, the first stuff you picked up? Was it like a bass or were you making beats first or, or what was How did the, how did it start? Uh, my first instrument was actually percussion. So like, like, so bongos, like I would even like, you know, play on the pots and pans in the kitchen, you know? Yeah. And then, and then when my brother would play in church, my brother is really like, one of the really rawest musicians that I know. Like, he plays more instruments than I do. He plays bass, piano, um, violin, <laughs> saxophone, organ, drums. So at church, he would play the drums, or he would he would go back and forth between playing drums or keyboard or bass. And then I was just I was super young, so I just played the bongos. <laughs> yeah, he's getting <laughs> yeah. where I fit in, you know. <laughs> totally. I mean, you so you started real young because I know you, you you got into music like when you were like what seven or something like that, and then you yeah. you got your first major placement um, on a music soul child track when you were only eighteen. Yeah. So yeah. so you you were you were really doing it real young, huh? Yeah, you know it's crazy. I feel like you know um, a lot of the new generation of uh, of kids and people. They, I mean, a lot of kids are like starting even younger than I did. You know which is like beautiful to see. But yeah, from, 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 from when I was coming up, that was like very young. But like I said, I, I have that to contribute to my surroundings. Like, like I was saying, my boy Lawrence and my boy Roger, my boy uh, John Hope, like I, we would just be like chilling in the, in the basement and I would like work on them and do whole albums with them, you know? Yeah. So. It kind of like it, it's it started young, but it was because of like all the stuff that I had around me, you know. Yeah. Did you did you always kind of feel like you wanted to be kind of the the guy behind the guy, you know, the producer? Did you like like making the music and 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 then were you were you just like reaching out and finding people around you to maybe do the you know the top line, the vocal, or on top of it? Um. No, I, I actually started rapping like when I was eight years old I I was I would rap write raps um my brother had me listening to like The Roots Most Def Talib Kweli you know Slum yeah. Village like real underground but like real lyrical um yeah. conceptual artists so I started uh rapping and then at some point I realized I can't rap to other people's beats because they're that's their beat, you know. What I'm saying? Mm. So I was like, I'll start making my own beats, and I was that was around like 10, 11 years old. I started making beats, and it was really just so I could rap over. But then beating like, and then like when I started getting older, I would meet like 
like like Roger, like some of my uh, my brothers, my brother's friends who also did music, and they kind of realized, oh wow, he's actually kind of dope. Like so, then we went and started going to the studios. But um, yeah, the reason why I started making beats was because I started rapping, and uh, and it, it just it took over because I I realized. Yeah, I rap and I make this, but also like my brothers, when I'm riding in the car with him, he might be listening to Stevie Wonder or some Brazilian Bossa Nova jazz or something. And I'm like, I want to make that stuff too. You know, I want to, I don't want to just put myself in a box. So I started producing other things that my boy Lawrence, who I was talking about earlier, he sang. So that made me also want to like do R&B stuff because we were big on D'Angelo and Bilal, you know, yeah. and stuff yeah. growing up. So uh, I had a lot of those different influences that made me want to explore different sonics. And that yeah. made me love production more than rapping. But I still maintain a lot of those, like, you know, tools to, to like for songwriting, you know what I'm saying? So when I'm yeah. in with a rapper, I can like go, you know, bar for bar, you know, I could then in a freestyle with him and go back and forth just because I still have that in me. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah. And, and that's good for the, a producer to have that in you. Cause, cause then yeah. you, you can make suggestions and, and you know what to do with the vocal. Right. So right. how did you, how did you, cause like I said, you got attention pretty early on. Um, obviously you, you said you had some great influences around you, but how did you catch the attention of some of these, these bigger artists, um, you know, early on, how, how were you getting your stuff out there? How were you getting it heard? Um, just, just working, man. And the grace of God, really like, um, God really putting the, connecting the dots with, 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 with people because, um, originally, like I, I worked a lot with my cousin C4 coming up, uh, and, uh, we would be in Atlanta, like, uh, interning at studios, like, cleaning yeah. up the bathroom and like running the PF Changs in rush hour. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um and that and shout out Drew Castro. He um he uh, he was is from very instrumental. Um Drew and Alex. They had this studio called Music House in Atlanta. And that's where we went and that was our first kind of like like okay, we're in this thing. Like, okay, like, this is a real studio. We see plaques, there's rooms, there's booths, there's mixing boards. Okay, cool. This is, we're outside of the bedroom. <laughs> and, uh, and and being able to see that and see how he worked, Drew was actually instrumental in uh, me getting that first placement with Music Soul Child. Mm. And then also the Grammy, um, uh, the Grammy with Lecrae, my first Grammy with Lecrae, because he was in the mix like he was in the mix like everybody yeah. was coming to the studio and he we were able to like see how he put things together and he was a person that didn't just like say things and like he got stuff done you know he he would he got grammys and plaques too so it was just like it it was dope to kind of like see that and that was very instrumental in just me seeing, me being able to get some stuff off the ground and be like, okay, I have, yeah, I'm still in college right now, but I got a music soul child placement. Oh yeah, I just, I'm working at the <laughs> car dealership, but I'm Grammy nominated, like, you know, so. <laughs> yeah. so like, Hell yeah. So shout out, to, shout out to Drew, man, shout out to Drew. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I say it all. I've said it for years, like internships are like real world experience. And like you said, just being in the room, like it, it does a lot for your inspiration because you just you see someone doing it, you see how they're doing it. And then just right. the flow of people who are coming through there, you get to you're, you're meeting the right people. And it's and like, you know, part of as they always say, part of it is who, you know, you know what I mean? And so, you know, you meet someone there and you they, you work with them or they like your beat. You know, sometimes it's just being in the room, like you said. You gotta have the talent. You gotta have the talent as well, but you know, talent plus being in the right place. That's always how I felt. Like I've always felt like you know I knew what I wanted to do and how I wanted to do it, and it was just, uh, I guess the opportunities just catching up to you know just being me being prepared and having the all the opportunities catch up. That's and I feel like that's like a blessing that I feel like I can walk into any room and I feel like I'm. I'm ready now, you know, so I, I can't complain. A hundred percent. I feel like you've worked with so many epic artists. Uh, like I would love to hear just like, you know, some, <laughs> I'd love to hear a couple stories or just, a, or maybe a, you know, a couple, a couple things about like how it was. I mean, cause you've, you've done work and maybe I, you know, I know what's produ- producing. Sometimes you're not always in the same room or consistently, but you know, you've been in the, you've done work with, with Snoop and future and Kendrick and Beyonce and game and Ty yeah. Dolla Sign. <laughs> Uh, do you do you have some favorite memories uh, recently from from some some of the work you've done? Um, it's crazy. Everything is just kind of like <laughs> it's like I know, jumbled. I know, into, like, I know it's a, I know it's a loaded question, but uh, any any yeah. funny stories? Maybe any any funny uh, anecdotes from re- from recently? Um, man, there's so much stuff. Uh, <laughs> some things I can't even <laughs> right I know I yeah some <laughs> things I can't say I'm trying to figure out something that I can, you know that, that uh, uh, that'll work um, I don't know I, I, like, I, like I've worked with a lot of you know people who are considered legends um, yeah. one of the like dopest people to work with was Snoop cause yeah. you already know Snoop he's like iconic but he's like it's, it's what I love is when people are uh, like they line up with like with I don't want to say with what you expect or but what you come to know but he's an authentic real he's an authentic person and he's real funny but he's also like he'll give you real gems and he was it was I was in the studio with him um and Timberland was there my boy Bruiser was there and uh we were I think we were we were working on something that ended up coming out and Timberland and Snoop are just like giving me like life lessons, like you know, life gems. Yeah. And then, but you know how Snoop like smokes. Yeah. <laughs> like he's <laughs> like, I swear, I never saw him once without a lit blunt in his hand, and it never. It's always. It's always like a full blood. Like I know he's like I know he's smoking these whole things, but then <laughs> and then I looked over and I realized that there was someone in the corner with a huge jar, <laughs> and they were just rolling blunt after blunt after blunt after blunt after blunt. And so, so they're giving me this this life story, and then the whole room is just getting smoggy, and I'm yeah. just like, yo. <laughs> 
this guy does not stop. <laughs> He's yeah. one of the realest. But but it was it was like it was it was crazy. It was just a lot to take in all at once. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, just yeah. like you know, Snoop, Timberland, like two of the, the greatest to ever do it, you know, and to yeah. ever be in the game. So it's like taking that all in, but then like, you know, just um have being around a cloud of smoke. Yeah. <laughs> and and just a- realizing, yo, this is there's a <laughs> Is a is an assembly line. He opens up his jacket. He's got like like a whole like string of them or something. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that's uh, that's okay. awesome, man. I mean, to be in a room with Snoop and Timbaland and it's just getting boxed and uh, they're just <laughs> dropping life lessons. I mean, every I, you, I've heard that story so many times and it just must be true. Though. I mean, how how crazy it is, how, that, how much he smokes, you know what I mean? I, I think yeah. I've heard, you know, Dave Chappelle had a whole bit about it. Um, you know, uh, I, I recently just, there was this social uh, uh, media uh, comedian, is, I think his name's Haha Davis. And he just had, yeah. he, had he did like, uh, he did a Chicago. bit with Snoop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he just did a bit. He, he always has that like inner monologue, like these inner yeah, monologue yeah. videos, and he's just like, "This I guy's still going." Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> still going, and he's like, he's like throwing the blunts away. Like Snoop keeps giving him to him. Oh, he's, I, like, actually, I did, I did, I did yeah. see that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's epic, man. That's that's. I mean, that's a that's a bucket list story right there. You know yes. what I mean? Be in a room with Snoop doing that. So. That's that's awesome. Yeah, I just wanted him to call me nephew once. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Exactly. I got that, so I'm good. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, that's like being knighted. <laughs> right, right, right. Uncle Snoop. Well, yeah, well Bongo, I mean, like I said, you've, you've worked with everybody. What what can what's coming up? Because, I mean, you you've you've, uh, you know, Grammy winning platinum recording producer. You know, you've worked with everybody. And uh, so, I mean, you're killing it. Well, what do you have coming up? Uh, I'm excited for what's next. I mean, I'm still working with a lot of the people that, you know, I uh, hold near and dear. And and then uh, there are also a lot of, like, new artists that are coming up um, that I'm, like, super excited for, like, you know, and a lot of them, like, even Ann Clemens, like, that's my brother. Like, he's, like, you know, he's a star. And he's a, such an amazing singer, artist, songwriter. He still writes some amazing records for other people too, but I'm excited for him as an artist to, for people to really like dive into him because there's a lot of things that um, he brings to the game that I've been missing. And I feel like there, it takes us an individual who's not scared to do what they really love and make the music that they really love and for that stuff to cut through. So I'm super excited for you to hear the stuff that we've been doing. Like even the joint with the Justin Timberlake, um, Better Days. Like yeah. there's not a lot of young artists that can, you know, have fun, but then do a record like that that's like meaningful and uh, impactful and, and has that level of depth to it without being corny or, you know, or reaching, yeah. you know. So, and he's definitely one. Uh, man, Björnik. If y'all, if you heard it here first, this uh, her she's amazing. She's from <laughs> Chicago, Southside Chicago. She's a singer, uh, R&B. She does R&B. Her voice is amazing, and her story is crazy. So we and I, I was blessed to be able to work on her whole pro- project. Shout out, uh, PZ Hitco, ATS. You know everybody. 
And, but she uh she's she's amazing. She's with Salon Co now. They're about to gas her shit up, and I'm excited for y'all to hear this project. I don't even want to give the name out of the project yet. But <laughs> Bjornik, her name and her name is spelled B J R N C K. B J B J R N C K Bjornik. So it's she's everything about it is is, is crazy and, and the music is crazy. So I'm 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 big on like obviously like man I'm still locked in with Ty, Jeremiah, Anderson, Pac, everybody like I'm super excited about I got some stuff with Anderson Pac that's crazy. Corday, you already know oh, yeah. Corday is superstar, man. Just next level leader of the new school. Like so I'm I'm locked in with the, you know. I, we, we got the usual suspects, you know, but at the yeah. same time, um, I'm really trying to make sure that we invest in the future, you know, and, and making making waves for the next level of like the next great ones, you know. Yeah. Well, I love to I love that you are working with so many legends, living legends and just chart topping superstars but i love that when i asked you what you're excited for you know you you dropped kind of the 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 not as well-known people yet the the up-and-comers first because i love that you're excited about that and you're definitely someone who we can trust to know what's hot because you're uh, (laughs) you're doing it all day so we'll we'll definitely check that out and uh looking forward to everything that you that you're putting out um we like to end the interview by asking if you had one piece of advice for aspiring artists what would it be well, what I always say, like my mantra is dream, build, prosper. And what that means is like dream, like realize what your, 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 what makes you, what makes you take, realize what your passion is and dream build. You have to take the next step to really like dive into it, figure out what it is, how it is that I'm going to like make how if this is what i love and this is what i want to wake up doing every day how do i make a living out of it how do i make the connections to the right so i know i'm with the right people i'm doing the right things or i'm climbing the ladder the right way so just dream build and then prosper is just walking in that life that you you know that you uh envision for yourself and uh i feel like it goes to any in any work any uh field of life but for me and music, like that's just that's how it's been. It's always been like the process of actualizing this dream. You know, when I'm eight years old, when I was eight years old, I didn't know how I would make money doing this. You know, I couldn't yeah. even conceptualize it. You know, so, but um, but holding on to that dream until I was able to build on it for real and build the relationships and build the my craft, and then now. I'm still, I feel like I'm still building, you know, I feel like building is a constant thing and uh, prospering is just, and being able to walk in it and pay, pay it forward and pay it backward, you know, pay it back to the people that helped you get to this, to the space and then paying it forward and like investing in, in the, in the new, in the new gen, next generation. And that's with every walk of life, any job, any career, like it's the same thing. So dream, build, prosper. That's, that's my, uh, I'll get you. <laughs>